Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we discuss film, TV, and all things Hollywood here on the show. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my co-host, Devin. Of course, today we're going to be giving our spoiler-free thoughts of the latest film to hit theaters, and that is Spider-Man No Way Home. And before we begin today's show, you can listen to our podcast on platforms around the internet. And if you're a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at FilmOptics. That is Optics with an X. Devin, how are you doing today, man? You just came out of the theater, I believe. Yeah, wow. I just, I don't even know what to say. Just insane. As I will say, as soon as I got out of that theater, got in my car, Spider-Verse soundtrack on max volume. For sure. Absolutely, dude. It it has those vibes, too. And, of course, like I said before, this is our spoiler-free thoughts of Spider-Man No Way Home. We will be dropping a spoiler-heavy review separately on um, the Monday following, uh, on, on December 20th. Uh, the Monday following uh, the the film's uh, release in theaters, but yeah, man, I I gotta tell you, you know, I I've, I've been sitting on this news for a bit, and you know, a few days ago, I, w- I was fortunate enough to uh, uh, go see a early press screening of uh, Spider Man No Way Home, and it it really blew me away. And of course, I just came out of theater again by by seeing it, and I I I gotta say, man, and I I know this this might be a hot take. Best MCU movie, 100%. That's definitely a hot take for sure. 100%. The The stakes are high, and there's a lot of, you know, it, there's so much hearts. And Kevin Feige and John Watts, they're, like, they, they understand this character so much. And this film feels like a celebration of, like, the past, like, 19 years of, of Spider-Man, you know, we, we're getting, we have five villains that have been confirmed in this and it's, it's so, so crazy. And I, 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 I can't like literally on paper, this should not work at all. We've seen with like so many iterations, you know, people are saying, Oh, it's Spider-Man three from Sam Raimi. You know, there's too many villains and you know it, it just doesn't work. But we've we've seen through other iterations, and you know, and in, in the MCU with Avengers: Infinity War, and with Avengers: Endgame, and also with um my gosh with, with Civil War, even like you know, not even just introducing villains, but like some people can say those movies are overcrowded because there's too many characters. But obviously, me and you, you know, we've been invested. In this universe since since 2012, since since day one. And I I was blown away by the sheer like emotion and uh bold steps that they took to get this done. Yeah, I agree. I mean it really is insane how they pulled it off. I I was definitely expect I definitely had high expectations and this definitely met them and exceeded them, which is which was definitely pretty surprising. I mean, they fixed a lot of issues that we've had. They righted a lot of wrongs that we've had in the past as far as Spider-Man characters go. I just don't really see any any real issues with it. 
of course, of course, no one hates Spider-Man movies more than Spider-Man fans, so they're going to have some issues that I'm sure will be ridiculous and nonsensical. But right. not looking forward to that. But um, other than that, I mean, it's just a great. You can't even call it a send-off because Tom Holland is signed on for more movies, but it's a great send-off for this trilogy. You can say, yeah, it, yeah, and as we've seen, I mean, honestly, going. Going through the Rotten Tomatoes between all the, this entire trilogy, and especially this one, you know, obviously uh, tonight being the preview for uh, fans to come out and see, uh, it's sitting sitting at a 95% for critics and the 99% for audience score. You know, I, I can definitely see a lot of people calling this film, you know, fan service to the T, but it's like, you know what? Even if it is, who cares? Because you know why? Like, it's 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 fan service that works. Like it, yeah, like, it reminded me of Endgame as far as fan service goes. Yeah, it, it's you know we we've seen other iterations. You know, Zack Snyder's Justice League. That movie was for the fans. It wasn't trying to, you know, uh, get all these Oscar contenders. It was a movie that Zack wanted to finish, and it was a movie that he made for technically one person, one person only, and that is his um, his his late daughter. But with Spider-Man, it's so... Um, with, with, with No Way Home, you know, during the beginning of the movie, you know, we it, it really just kind of... I mean, man, I'm trying to figure out a way to, to word this. So during the beginning of the movie, it kind of just hits the ground like it's boom you know we're back into the action because you know with spider-man far from home and no way home there is kind of like a part one part two type situation technically you know obviously with homecoming as well but everything just fits so well together and you know the, the characters are great you know the, the the nice little quippy banter that we get between ned peter and MJ, you know, you, it really feels like these characters, you know, we've been with these characters since the beginning of this trilogy. And like, I, I gotta say, this is probably the best MCU trilogy we've had. Like just, just overall, I, I, I wholeheartedly believe that because the last time I checked for Spider-Man um, homecoming, it was oh my gosh it it was it was sitting at a pretty nice so uh, last time I checked Spider Man Homecoming was sitting at ninety two percent for critics eighty seven percent for audience Far From Home ninety percent um, for critics ninety five percent audience score and of course the ninety nine percent for audience score for No Way Home and then a ninety five for uh, for critics but. Um, you yeah, know, I mean, definitely the the only trilogy that has like three completely solid entries. Like, yeah, there's no real flaw. Like the first, the first two were definitely more like on the lighthearted side. The stakes weren't weren't very high, but then this one just really steps up all of it. And there are so many stakes, and there's just so much going on, but it works because it built up to it. Right, like, and that's what I'm saying. Like the stakes in this movie, I like. I mean, it's. It feels like the stakes are higher in this movie than Avengers Endgame or Infinity War. Like it, it really. It I, did, I don't know about that much, but I, I, I wholeheartedly believe that because you know I, we'll get into it with our spoiler review. I don't want to obviously give anything away, but I, 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 I believe. I, believe I, I don't know so. if half the universe was in trouble here. Well, okay, not half the universe. I mean, that was easily you know reversed. 
there are a lot of decisions that Peter makes in this movie that will, you know, affect his life moving forward. So it's, it's, it's very, um, I, 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 that, that's, that's just my take. I'm not, you know, I'm not discrediting, you know, what they've done, what they've done with Infinity War or what they've done with Endgame. I mean, as of right now, I mean, Infinity War is my number two. Like, No Way Home, I'm sorry, it is my favorite MCU movie. And, like, yes, because it's Spider-Man, but it's it's really is a celebration of this character. When I went to my theater tonight, like, you know, when I started with the press screening, like, you know, we, we, we got some laughs and chuckles, but, like, tonight when I saw it, it was everything that I hoped because everyone was, you know, cheering at you know there's big shocking moments you know all all the the fun surprises that happened throughout this movie it was it was literally it it felt like no other like my entire theater was packed i believe there was only uh, if i had to guess i saw it in dolby um there was maybe five seats empty like there was one seat empty next to me but like i was looking around and it was everything like everything, you know, all the Spider-Man fans, people are dressing up as Spider-Man coming in. You know, I took a few uh, pictures of people were uh, dressing up as Spider-Man, like throughout the lobby. Like it re- like you felt like you were seeing probably like, I mean, obviously clearly the best comic book movie of the year, but like it, it just, it felt like an event. Like it, it felt like an event, like Endgame, like, in a way, like I've I've seen a lot of people say, you know, this is like a Spider-Man Endgame because it is like it's 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 the end of this of this trilogy, and like you said before, you know, um, they have confirmed that um, that Tom Holland will be coming back for um, another trilogy, but it it really to me, and that that this is just me, like I said, no discredit towards Avengers Endgame or anything, but this. The, the stakes in this movie, the risks that they took in this movie, and the the heart and the the emotional pound, the, the the emotional like drums that hit in this movie. To me, like I mean, I I felt something during you know Infinity War and Endgame, but like this was more personal, at least for me, because Spider Man is my favorite hero, and I'm just. <laughs> I'm blown away. Even like I'm blown away by the writing. I mean, for me, I just I just can't see anything ever living up to the portal scene in Endgame. Oh that yeah, was okay. A That's... monumental moment in like cinema, you could say. Oh, absolutely. the 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 portal scene in in Endgame is something we will never forget. But I I also believe within this movie, there are there's there are surprises that people will never forget. There are just just moments with with characters like the interactions and of course you know and i kind of actually wanted to kind of segue into like the villains of this movie you know with where we and of course this, this is already all being confirmed between you know we, we we see you know sandman in the trailer we see um uh electro um doc ock the lizard and then of course uh green goblin um overall i like you know, it, it's it um you know with with the uh with the five uh not heroes excuse me the five villains we get they they really the the movie tends to kind of juggle things around in a 
good way where I feel like we got at least maybe not an equal amount of screen time between everyone, but there were really nice moment interactions between them with the, within each other. And of course, you know, our trio with, with Peter, Ned and MJ that, that really hits. And I, I gotta say, man, my, my, my theater loved it. It, it was, it was great. Like, and of course, you know, uh, Everyone, you know, everyone freaks out when they see Green Goblin, you know, Willem Dafoe. He was um, apparently when I read on it was actually a video with Willem Dafoe. He, he agreed to come back only if, you know, he could do his own stunts and he wasn't just like a small little like cameo appearance. So I, I really enjoyed how he kind of put his foot down because clearly, you know, something with, with this character and this franchise really means a lot to him. But uh, what, what, did, what did you think of the villains? Obviously, without giving anything away. Yeah, I, I thought it, they pulled it off perfectly. Like, Especially coming off of Spider-Man 3, where the, the villains were the main issue because there were just too many of them. I think they really pulled it off here. Obviously, not quite a Sinister Six. I guess it's like a, a Furious 5 or something. But <laughs> a Fatal 5. They, yeah. <laughs> they they righted some wrongs. They wronged some rights. And overall, just... You, you can't go wrong with these actors. I mean... No. All of them. Just all of them. Are great in their own ways. Obviously, Lizard and Electro. I mean, in the, when they're for original appearances in their movies, just not great. I mean, as characters, just not great appearances and not great writing for them. Definitely fix some of that here. Um, at least for one of the, one of those two, I guess you'll have to see. But um, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, we. I mean, this character posters of Jamie Fox. So you know, I mean, he. I think he's the one who's like visually, he looks different than in Spider Man, uh, the, the Amazing Spider Man too. So, but yeah, it's. I I really like how they kind of just. You know, it's it's this, it was a second way. It, it it was like a a chance to kind of go back and be like, okay, you know, like we obviously we want Jamie Fox to come back. You know, he's kind of already said it, and obviously there there is a poster out there, and and it is it is official, it is legal. You know, it's it's no nothing with spoilers. You know, we 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 have seen Jamie Fox in the marketing, and he looks great. Like I really like how they're able. They they kind of just not necessarily retcon, but I mean I guess in a way it's like hey you know like let let's let's fix fix um fix them up a bit you know kind of just give them that nice little Marvel makeover that that Marvel Studios makeover much much needed much much needed for sure so but yeah like I said you know the villains are great it it is a um you know there's there's just a lot of decisions you know everything is happening due to you know peter's decisions in this movie and you know it's it's not just a spider-man movie this really is a uh, a peter parker story um and i i really like how grounded it is you know obviously like we all know it is dealing with the multiverse but um it it it, it feels so grounded in the same way as Man, oh man, just the the emotional punches, you know, like I, I can keep going on and on, but this is a spoiler free review. So, you know, we're definitely going to be 
um, getting into our non-spoiler for sure. But this more of this like casual conversation. Didn't want to, you know, pr- production of this one. It's kind of just more of a clear conversation. But I'll just pass it back over to Devin really quick. Um, if there's anything else you wanted to uh, mention before we kind of just wrap up here. I don't know if there's anything left to mention without uh, getting into the spoilies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very, very true. So, yeah, that that you know that that pretty much wraps up our our small little uh, non-spoiler or spoiler. I hate saying non-spoiler. Spoiler free for me is just easier. Rolls off the tongue a little bit more. That concludes our spoiler free uh, thoughts. Our our initial reactions of uh spider-man no way home definitely check it out if you're a spider-man fan you're going to love it and if you have seen it please 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 do not ruin the movie for anyone else um you know this 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 is something special and i i feel like this is definitely a movie that people are going to be talking about um for 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 a good long while for sure very interested to see where this kind of you know, uh, ends on everyone's uh, MCU rankings on Twitter and whatnot. But yeah, that pretty much concludes our uh, review of Spider-Man No Way Home, our spoiler-free review of Spider-Man No Way Home. So really quick, uh, what's coming up on the podcast? Of course, we have our uh, Spider-Man No Way Home um, spoiler-heavy review that'll be dropping on December 20th. Uh, definitely look out for our Matrix uh, 3 review, which I believe we're going to be dropping sometime next week. Not entirely sure yet. Just follow us on Twitter at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X so that we can kind of get that, um, you know, taken care of for you guys. Because, you know, Matrix 4 is right around the corner. And speaking of Matrix 4, you know, we're going to be dropping that as well. I believe, I don't know if it's going to be December 22nd, because also on December 22nd, we have the Hawkeye season finale. So that's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. So definitely, uh, uh, you know, uh, we'll keep you posted over on Twitter. Uh, Still trying to, you know, iron out some of the wrinkles uh, to kind of close out the year. And then, of course, we're going to be closing out the year with uh, Don't Look Up, which is coming to Netflix on a Christmas Eve, a.k.a. December 24th. So that pretty much uh, does it here for today. So let's get on out of here. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And follow us on Twitter to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian. We'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.